Serving spiritual seekers around the world. Unity Online Radio. Thank you for tuning in for this Unity Partner Program. Unity Online Radio partners with spiritual leaders from organizations whose mission and messages complement Unity's. We are pleased to bring you this program on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Welcome to Everyday Attraction, where the law of attraction gets real with host Ray Zander. Get ready to expand your life, your knowing, your alignment with Source. Welcome, everyone, to another edition of Everyday Attraction here on Unity Online Radio and AlignRadio.com. We are so happy to be with you again today on this beautiful alignment day. We're going to make it so we know that um, there are so many of us who listen to this radio show engaging in this conversation, and we just appreciate so much the feedback that we get every week. And I so appreciate those of you who love these metaphysical leading-edge teachings and love the unity teachings, and it is just such a wonderful embroidery that we're encompassing here, and all for the intent of enjoying our lives more fully, more completely. And today is no different. We're going to focus on a topic that actually was inspired by one of our listeners, and she really wants to create a home. And I know that that's something many of us, if we're not in the perfect place that we want to be, want to know how to create a home. And that's a topic, actually, that Janice and I talk a lot about, so she is along for the ride today. So on the show, please welcome Janice Campbell from Receive Your Life Radio. Hi, Janice. Hi. So good to have you. I know that we, um, you know, we talk a lot about this offline, this idea of a home and creating a home and, and, you know, and it feels like a big ticket item a little bit sometimes for many of us. I know sometimes it can feel, I know Abraham has said, uh, castle or a button, castle or a button, you can create whatever you want. But for many of us, this idea of creating the perfect home or the home that you want can sometimes feel like a castle and a lot of work. And yet we know that these tools apply to our big dreams, our little dreams, and it's only us who are maybe entering into some resistance. But what is it do you think it is about a home that for so many of us can be a desire that we keep reaching for and not yeah. quite encompassing? That's interesting. I was thinking when I was a kid, I would, I mean, I'm not a very good artist, but I would always draw houses, homes, houses, you know, I just love drawing pictures of houses. And I think for me, it just represents that feeling of safety, peace, security, cozy. Yeah. You know, it's just so, you know, I love it. But, you know, at the same time, I was thinking when you were talking, I don't know why, but I was flashing on this friend of mine. When I met her years and years ago, she she and her husband had a country inn in Maine, and then she would come to St. Helena. I met, met her when I was a CPA. We'd do taxes together. So every winter for, I think, three or four years, they would come out and um, set up their house, live in St. Helena during the winter. And I always was amazed with her because she'd rent these cute little places, and she'd turn it into a home so quickly. Mm. And it, I was always like, wow, she'd have her little placemats and put her special things. And I, it always had always had such a good feeling going over to her house. And I was thinking, God, what a great gift it is to put together a home like that. 
And then to she'd, take a space. And then and she'd pack it, it up and, you know, next year they'd find some other place to live. But it always had that same feeling to it. Like I always could feel her, her energy in those different homes. Yeah. And it does represent this idea of being cared for, but also taking care of ourselves and taking care of our families and our children and our parents or whoever is under this home. And we do spend, even though I know we all work a lot, we do spend a lot of time there and we spend great intimate moments of dreaming and desiring in our homes. And I think the more peace that we have in our homes, the more we're able to really embody who we are and be the best and the worst of who we are sometimes. I mean, it kind of all happens on this home stage. But what you know what occurs to me though when we talk about homes is I think there's just a lot of judgment that goes on. How big is your house? How little is your house? you rent? Do you own? Where do you live? Do you live in the slums? Do you live mm-hmm. in the city? Do you, you know, there's just a lot of judgment about where your home is, mm-hmm. how old you are in the situation of your home. I mean, I think that's one thing about college that was kind of freeing is everyone just yeah. sort of lived in the dorm. It was all, you know, I was on this, everyone was on the same page, whether your parents were millionaires or paupers, it didn't matter. Y'all lived in the same room, you know, the same rooms. And something when we get out in the world and we start to create ourselves, it just feels like, you know, am I in the right place? And then you know, families break up. And, and I think, you know, situations changes, financial situations change, and homes need to reflect some of those changes. And I think it can just get into some real nitty gritty stuff. And, and it, you know, I think the judgment is something I want to talk about today. You know, being able to release judgment about where someone lives or how they live as if you're to compare yourself to them better or worse. Yeah. You know? Well, it's interesting too how the judgment really comes from within because I think most people are so focused on their own lives that they're not really tracking us. Yeah. It's more of what are we saying about ourselves? Right. What are we saying this means? It reminds me so much of the topic of money though. I used to, you know, I used to teach a lot of classes on money and it's so painful when we start collapsing who we are with our money. Like when we start thinking, oh, this is who I am, or this means this about me, instead of separating them out, there's money and then there's who I am. And the same thing with the home. It's kind of like, this is who I am. And then there's there's houses on the physical plane. Yeah. Yes. Yes. I, I think you're right. I think that's why it is a big topic because there is such a deep weaving between our financial situation and uh, and the abilities we have to create the home. That and we our want. worth. We, we collapse yeah. it with our worth. We, you know, we think yeah. our net worth is our self-worth. And then these metaphysical teachers come along and they say, you can have what you want. And some of us go, wow, really? Mm-hmm. You know, you can have whatever you want, castle, button, whatever, you know, little home. What do you want? Big home. Not everybody wants a big home. It's a lot to manage. You know, or what What does it look like? What does it feel like? You can have that. They keep saying you can have that. But sometimes we're when we're in a place that doesn't look anything like that, it's really, I think, important to break down the laws and the spiritual knowing so you can close that gap between where you are and where you want to be, you know. And, and in, in the situation of our listener, um, Susan from New York wrote us saying, you know, I'll just read you the email because I think it's, it's really going to be a launching place for us today in the show. She said, um, I appreciate the pod- podcast. She lives in New York. And, um, you know, she said, maybe you can help me with a constant source of distress, She said, in 2000, I had to sell my home due to a divorce and had to rent. I'm now in my sixth rental and can't wait to leave here. I can't find a peaceful, secure living situation on my budget or each time I move and think the universe has now supplied that after doing everything from feeling like I live in the home and I desire it and I visualize it and I dream it and I make up those wish posters. (laughs) She says, I think you get the picture. It's never the case that I get what I want. Something just... um, 
She said, something just popped into my mind. I do seem to always be moving away from one bad situation after another. Can you help me move toward a home where I can live instead of feeling like I'm just existing? Thank you. And she says, and may the source be with you. And I had a, like a real Star Wars moment. And also with you, Susan. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, divorce and things like that happen. And I think it really, again, we look in that place of how do we find that security? How do we find that place of how do we get that inside feeling first to then reflect the outside experience and then we always have to go back to that and it's an an inside job you know Mm -hmm. but it can be very difficult when you're living it's in your face in a situation that you don't like so we want to get real practical today on the show and we're going to start with looking at just allowing ourselves to be where we are and to help us get a real bead on allowing where we are I'm going to be playing again one of my new favorite channels and you know if you if you're new to the show channeling is very mundane here <laughs> it's very run of the mill it's very ordinary just another spend, conversation <laughs> just another conversation we don't spend a lot of time clarifying we just say hey here's a here's someone who's opened themselves up to source energy and i like what they're saying and we introduced this particular channel last week on the show his name is frank butterfield and his website is communionoflight.com, communionoflight.com. And I have just, I, he's an Abrahamite, or he has very familiar with the Abraham teachings. So when he channels, we get a lot of the similar vibes um, that we know. Uh, and yet he brings in his own delicious perspective and the vocabulary. And he's kind of the king of analogies or, or that which he brings through. And he has a name for it, which is Paul, which I find is kind of cute that Everyone needs to name their channel, which is fine, (laughs) but it's like not really a big deal. But anyway, communion of light. And what I wanted to do is play a segment from one of his teleconferences. And by the way, Frank is going to be on the show sooner than later. So we look forward to that. And, uh, and you know, if you'd like, if you hear this channel and you'd like to ask a question, um, please feel free to email us. And when he's on the show, we'll bring up these emails. Um, our email again is everydayattraction at unityonline.org um, or also everydayattraction at gmail.com. So what I want to play today is actually um, a call that I listened to with Frank Channeling about a woman who is in a very similar situation, not exactly as Susan, where she's gone through divorce and she's having to create a new home for herself and her children in this new circumstance. And um, so, Janice, what I'd like to do is I'm going to play uh, about 10 minutes of this track and then we'll come in and check in a little bit and start to go deeper on how it is that we can create what we want, something as big as a, a home home, even though we may be far away from what we're actually wanting to experience. So here we go. This is again, Frank Butterfield, Communion of Light. And uh, we'll just go ahead and key this right up. I, um, I don't want to beat a dead horse <laughs> with this topic um, about moving and finding a new place to live. I want to follow up from our last conversation in that I've been saying to myself all day, I can't imagine myself. I will be in a new home. I will make it cute no matter where, um, just like Frank's mother. Uh, just why do you think I still feel so sad, and what can I do about it? Well, first of all, you can decide that it's okay to feel sad. Okay. 
is there a reason why it would not be okay to feel sad? Um, I think it's okay to feel it. I just don't want to dwell in it. I want to move past it. I think it's a natural flow, considering what's happening. It's natural to feel it. However, I just want to turn this around. I've been so happy in the past couple months. Well, but here's the thing. You are not allowing yourself to have it. So look, it doesn't matter where it came from. It doesn't matter what it's connected to. Mm-hmm. You could feel sad because you saw a squirrel run across the, the forest floor and bump its head on a tree. A squirrel's probably just fine, no matter what. But you could sit down on the on the ground and start sobbing big, huge tears. It doesn't matter where it comes from. It doesn't matter why it arises. It is a flow of energy. And right now, you've got it compartmentalized, and that's okay. It's just that what you're really reaching for is the flow, not the compartment, not the box. So when you say things like, it's, it, it, well, it's okay for me to feel this way considering all that's going on, you sound like a parent. It's okay for you to, you, you have two more minutes of hollering because you scraped your knee. After two minutes, you have to stop and start being happy. That's essentially what you're saying to yourself, something you would never say to one of your children. You would never sit there and tell them, look, you have 30 more seconds of unhappiness, and then I want you to get happy. And if you're not happy, I'll give you something to be unhappy about. You would never say such a thing to them. Mm -hmm. But that is how you're treating yourself. Look, I'm busy. I don't have time for this sadness thing. And the thing that you haven't said but we suspect is lingering in there. In the new age, we're not allowed to be unhappy for more than about a minute. (laughs) Because everybody knows to get your stuff, you've got to be happy. I'm not going to get my stuff if I'm not happy. Yeah, I feel like and, I'm canceling out all the happy times with all the sadness. Well, that's quite hilarious. Because <laughs> if if that was true, if that was true, the handful of people who would manage to survive living on this planet would be in a very precarious place indeed. The handful, the teeny tiny tens or twenties of you out of seven billion if your survival and your ability to create what you want was dependent on being happy all of the time, as we said before, you would all be dead. You would have starved long ago. It's not. You can, there are plenty of people who are living in the houses that they want, with the money that they want, in the relationship that they want, who are utterly miserable. Now, the thing is that you don't have to be miserable in order to have those things. You can have one and the other. You can have your cake and eat it too. You can feel good and have really good stuff happen. But the thing is that that's not going to happen as long as you're judging yourself for how you're feeling. This is a very common, very basic misinterpretation of how law of attraction works. Someone, and we'll just put it very blankly, Someone comes and sits in our hot seat or they sit in Abraham's hot seat or someone else's hot seat and they say, look, my life is miserable. And Abraham says, well, then get happy. Out, move, on to the next one. And suddenly thousands of little text messages are being sent all over the place and on the book of faith and people are chirping about it all the time. Just get happy. Abraham said, just get happy, just get happy, just get happy, just get happy, just get happy. We like to call this the tyranny of joy. You're taking a one moment, and we're not pointing at you specifically, but generally speaking, culturally speaking, you're taking one little interaction 
and blowing it up into something really big. And it's not just that one time. It's over time this is built up. And it didn't just come from Abraham or from us or from anyone else. It's always been there. It's just people will find a reason to feel bad about how they feel and to point fingers about who is feeling sad. It's quite astonishing that people would say, well, the reason why he died was because he didn't really understand how law of attraction works, which is not very far off from where you are vibrationally on this particular sliver of a topic. And it's not that big of a deal. But that's, in essence, that's the same thing that you were saying. Well, poor thing, she would have a beautiful house if she really understood how law of attraction worked. Tsk, tsk, tsk. It's not true. All that is happening right here, right now, is you have a feeling. You have a vibrational flow happening through you. And yes, probably what is happening is that the vibration itself, the very thing, the essence, the core thing that is rising up through you right now, the bit of contrast, is sharpening your desire for happiness and is clarifying your desire to feel more in your powerful flow, to feel more plugged into who you are. But it is also your creation, and it is worthy of your honor. And yes, it may very well be connected to the changes in your life that you don't particularly like. But that's only because the only reason that you don't like them is because you don't see them for the gifts that they are, which may be a stretch right now. And we're not saying you should necessarily want to say that they're gifts, but you will see it that way eventually. It's inevitable. At least when you croak, you'll see it that way. You'll understand the fullness of the story and why this happened exactly the way it did and how it was perfect for you and everyone involved, even though you really, really didn't like it when it was happening or that it happened. But if you could find a way to sit there, and honestly, it's not just saying the words over and over and over again, but if you could sit there and you could actually find a way to honestly say, I am okay with where I am right now in this process. I am okay with where I am now in relationship to this house. I am okay with where I am in relationship to that relationship. I am okay with where I am in relationship to my children. There are things here that I do not like, and I'm okay with that as well. And if you have to, you can always say, there are things here that I don't like, and I'm not okay with them, but I'm okay with the fact that I'm not okay with them. Step back as, long, as far as you need to, to be able to encompass the entirety of it. That will set you free from the thing that you feel like is holding you in bondage right now. Now remember, this isn't the solution to your problem, because you don't have a problem. This is helping you change your mind about what you see as being a problem, and see it as being an opportunity. And not, we don't mean that in that nice little trivial sort of way of, oh, every problem is an opportunity, although every problem is an opportunity. We mean it in a very practical, grounded way. And what we mean by that is that the very things that you're feeling right now that are coming up as contrast are helping you decide more powerfully, just as we were suggesting to our previous friend. They're helping you decide more powerfully, I will have this. But you can't beat the dead horse. You can if you want to, but the only person that you're hurting, it's not the horse, it's not the feeling, it's you. You're just adding misery to misery. If instead what you can do is find a way to step back, as we were suggesting, step back and say, it's okay. It's okay that I am here where I am. It's okay that this is what I've created. It's okay that this is what has happened in my life. And what I want now is I, oof, I want relief. I really want relief from all of this. 
I want relief from the feeling. I want to feel that vibrational expansion that happens as I move into a slightly bigger part of me that I know I'm becoming. Do you understand all of this? Yeah, yeah. It sounds, it sounds perfect. I, I just I want to get there and do it and play with it. Well, a part of us will say to you, or some of us will say to you, you're there already. And another, some of us will say, and we also understand that what you really mean is that you want to go make this your own, and that we highly, highly recommend. Mm -hmm. So, we thank you very, very much for your very delicious question here today. Thank you. Wasn't that delicious? I just, you know, let's kind of... Um think about all that we heard there and break it down in a way that makes sense. But we got to take a quick break and we'll come back and, and dive deeper into this idea of creating a home. And we'll get into the metaphysics of sadness because I think that was a really wonderful thing to dive into today. You're listening to Everyday Attraction. Stay tuned. We'll be right back after the break. When listeners like you contribute to the Unity Online Radio Network, you're making a positive difference in your life and the lives of other spiritual seekers. To contribute, visit www.unity.fm and make a one-time donation or sign up for monthly contributions. Thank you for your support. Have you ever considered that everything you think and say is a prayer to the universe? Are you sending a positive or negative message? Join Rev. Beverly Molander and her guests on Affirmative Prayer, Activating the Power of Yes, to find out how you can activate your own power of yes. Using affirmative prayer or positive intention can make a big difference in the way you think, feel, and live. If you want help moving from chaos to clarity in relationships, health, prosperity, or work, this is the place for you. We'll have some how-to suggestions about how you can say yes more often from this point forward. Talk with Beverly Molander and her guest live every Monday at noon central, 1 p.m. Eastern. Affirmative prayer, activating the power of yes, only on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. We now return to Everyday Attraction and the Metaphysical Porch with your spiritual neighbor, Ray Zander. Have a sit, get something to sip, and let's get real. Spiritual. Welcome back to the from the break. You're listening to Ray and Janice here on Everyday Attraction on Wonderful Unity Online Radio and AlignRadio.com. So we were just listening to Frank Butterfield as the Communion of Light, also known as Paul. And um, we were really delicious question, Janice, didn't you think? From the, Let's kind of roll it back all the way to the beginning. Yeah. You know? Well, there's so many things. I mean, I think there, I there's so many. Um, there's like three particular things that jumped out at me. With this, yeah. Well, the first one I thought was interesting because she was saying, "I don't want to be here." 
You know, I want to yeah. move past it. So that's clearly that there's something wrong here and I shouldn't be here. But then when Frank was talking about, there's a lot of people that are living in houses that are miserable, which is yeah. obviously very, very true. And we get so thinking that, oh, to have a house, I have to be happy all the time. Like that's where, how things get oh. manifested. But it really has more to do with expectation. Yeah. You know, I think it's like, am I the kind of person who lives in a beautiful, safe house? Right. And if not, wh why, what am I saying about myself? You know, because when the, um, from the email, when the woman was saying how, um, you know, I feel like I'm moving away from a bad situation. I mean, that's so typical of what we do, whether it's a relationship or a job, you know, it's kind of that thing of this isn't it, but right. really we think it's out there, but, but we have it backwards. It really has to do more with the uh, deserving and yeah. focusing on the inside out. Am I the kind of person who owns a, a beautiful home in a safe neighborhood. And if that's my desire, if that's what I want and it's not happening, we have to look and say, what is that misunderstanding we have about ourselves? Yeah. Where, and where is that expectation? And although emotions are key for us to understand how to use the law of attraction, it's not a way that we judge each other. And I think, you know, like, like he was saying, you can be miserably emotionally and still have the expectation that you live in a nice house. Yeah, And you will live in a nice house. It doesn't mean you'll be happy in the house, right? But you so will I, have the house. That's not the issue. I love clearing up this misperception of law of attraction. And I often say on the show that this is beyond the secret, that this is, you know, law of attraction 2.0, 3.0, that we really want to start to get beyond sort of this sort of, you know, immature way of looking at the universe as long as I pretend I'm happy or as long as I'm happy, as long as I just happy, everything will happen with me. Now, there's some truth in that. There's some truth in that the, the more you relax and allow that the more comes to you. We're not throwing out the baby with bathwater, but we want to get really clear in the fact that trying to be happy is not what you do in order to get your stuff. Right. <laughs> well, because I think there's a reason, I mean, there's a good reason why she's sad. Yeah. You know, and embracing that, it's like, you know, because the pain doesn't come from the house. We always think it's coming from those things out there, but it's really coming from our disconnection from source. It's believing always. something other than the truth of what she is. So because she doesn't have the house or her family's not safe, she's probably making up things about herself, you yes. know, diminishing herself. And that's what's painful. It's not the house. So if coming more into alignment with the truth and really remembering, you know, like I am a great mom. I love my family. I love providing for, you know, just like bringing that power back in instead of thinking that the power lies in the circumstances. Right. Or it's a judgment. And, you know, like Frank was saying, um, you know, you have to be where you are and you would never say to your child, well, you, you wouldn't if you were sane, um, you can be sad for 30 more seconds and then you must be happy. But that's what we're saying to ourselves, especially in this quote unquote new age that he talked about mm -hmm. where you're not allowed to be sad. Right. And, and then you have to be afraid of being sad. Oh my God, yeah, what does this mean? I got it. Yeah, you know, any, you know, anytime we try to resist anything, it's, it's just going to increase. But I also like when he was saying too, and this, I've, I've experienced this so many times in my life. At the moment, you don't understand the fullness of the story. Yes. And I think that really, you know, as our faith develops, it really makes that easier because a lot of times we don't like the circumstances. But if we have the understanding that there's something else going on right now that I can't see or I know that all things are working together for my good, but I can't see it. A lot of times now I just call it the messy part. Like, oh, I'm in the messy part <laughs> because <laughs> things are not, I mean, I know that feeling like I don't have to be as afraid as I used to be. Because right. from experience, I know that with hindsight, so many things that I judged as bad or horrible actually turned out really well. So I've kind of learned to not listen to myself 
when I'm in those places. (laughs) Right. I I think the idea is first we stop judging ourselves and then we'll stop attracting others who are judging us. And I think that's really how this rolls out is that we can stop judging ourselves for not being happy all the time or not being able to move through something like sadness in a minute. And we understand, you know, we talk a lot about the grid and we talk a lot about the metaphysics of creating. But, you know, what we really want to get through today and really understand is that this is not about a tyranny of joy. This is not about beating yourself away from where you are. Um, And this whole idea of judging ourselves that it's not okay to be feeling what I'm feeling. And And that sort of relaxing into it. This is just a flow. Because the pain comes from the judging. It's it's so funny because we think it's about the circumstances, but it's really when we're being so hard on ourselves is where the, and if we could release that, like compassion, like, yeah, this is difficult time. Yeah, it's not that easy for, you know, I'm really holding a lot right now. This is a lot, you know, moving six times or whatever, you know. It's a lot. It's a it's lot. A- like admitting what it is. Most people don't move six times in, I don't know how much time frame, but kind of giving yourself some room, just room yeah. to be and room to breathe. To feel what you're feeling and then to know that, like you said, to hold and know that there's a gift in there somewhere. Like what does Jerry always say? I think Jerry said, like, there's a pony in there somewhere. You know, <laughs> Just hold on. You know, just kind of you can't really see that right now. And it's okay that you can't define that right now. But know that there's something broader. And that one, one thing that really took my breath away when I, when I heard this is he said, you know, this is your creation and it should be honored. Yes. You know, this is you've created these circumstances and you created this experience for yourself. So let's just honor that Mm -hmm. for the moment and trust that even though you don't like it and we're not asking you to like it, we're really not, just know that there, that even this has a gift. Mm-hmm. And that every cat thing has a certain perfection that maybe we will see when we croak, maybe we'll see 10 years from now, maybe we'll see tomorrow. Um, that part is not really your job to get to that revealing part of the gift, but just to trust that that's there. And then to stop the old, oh, poor me, if I understood law of attraction better, I'm sure I'd have money in a house and a relationship by now, you know, mm-hmm. poor me. It's like, stop that. And then we can stop, you know, doing that to each other. Otherwise, we just go in circles. Oh, my God. And really, uh, one thing that really helped me when we were in a difficult situation was hearing that this too shall pass. Because when I heard that, it reminded me that I had forgotten that it won't always be like this. Yes. That life is is a flow. And if I'm going with the flow, regardless of the circumstances, it's going to pass. Yeah. And if you feel relief by this too shall pass, you know that you were holding on to this idea that this would never pass, mm-hmm. you know? So we're looking for that relief again. We're looking for, um, I'm okay. And, and, you know, I want to get into the clarification of what he said, cause I thought it was so interesting. It's like, I'm okay where I am in relationship to this house or this money or this relate, whatever mm-hmm. it is. I'm okay. And even if you're not okay, be okay with not being okay. Do you get the kind of paradox of yeah. that? It's kind of like, there's <laughs> nothing to be afraid of. Right. It's like, you know, it's like, whatever. <laughs> You're okay with not being okay. Yeah, I could be with you, it all, you know, it's yeah, all okay. You can start to unlock. And what he said is that, you know, you set yourself free from the bondage of your own tyranny yes. <laughs> of having to be somewhere different than you are. And, and I really truly believe that we cannot work with these laws in any kind of skilled fashion unless we release the resistance of the now. I don't believe that right. we can get into the finer tuning skills unless we practice this. And to realize that the bondage is the thought. Yeah, it it's is. not the house. Yeah. It's the thought. 
It's the judgment. Yeah. Yes. And, you know, and again, you know, the fine tuning of this is that this is not looking for a solution to the problem, but this is about changing our mindset and how we see the circumstance. Right. And I like when he says that because there is no problem. Ugh. <laughs> right. But it, sometimes it can sound trite, you know, when people say that. Yeah, but in a way, if we could start to recognize where, we're, if we're putting our energy into fixing a problem, we're kind of in that circular thing. Like there's yeah. another, there's a way through because that pattern is that vicious circle. It can be so frustrating. So if we're trying really hard to fix the problem, we have to also kind of acknowledge that, you know, right now we're, we're on a treadmill. Yeah. We know we may get dizzy. So if there wasn't a problem, what would I be thinking? You know, it's yes. kind of like being able to rise our consciousness above the problem and see, perceive problem and be able to see beyond it. Right. Right. Because when we, we allow ourselves to be where we are, we can change our mind a, about the story that we're telling. You yes. know, that there, that there, this is where I am. And yet I know that there is a, a great abundance that is out there for me. I know that, that there is enough out there, that I have enough, that I am enough. And we start to change the story. And so what we start, you know, what, what Susan said in her email, she said, you know, I seem to always be moving from one bad situation to another. Well, if you can stop right there and change your mind about that, that you are not in a bad situation. Mm -hmm. That you're in a place that is helping you clarify and sharpen the desire that you're in a co-creative process and you're throwing some mud on the wall and you're throwing in some, you know, some contrast so you can get super clear and, and more refined and sharpen their desire. And that this is part of the journey. We, that this, we signed up for this. Right. And also that if she's moving that many times, it's, it's also like looking to see how could she make that right? Yeah. You know, it's like, yes, I'm moving because I'm getting clearer and clearer, you know, right. and my tolerance for being in places I don't like is, is I'm really getting to the point where I'm looking beyond that. And, you know, I like what you say, too, like if we allow ourselves to be where we are, what happens is all of a sudden we could see more. There's room. There's room because otherwise we're just focusing down on the problem, like change, change, change. What You know, it's bad, 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 wrong, wrong, wrong. wrong. And we can't. It's like we're not lifting our head up. We can't see any other possibility because we're so focused on fixing that problem. And, and we think that we have the answer of how to fix that problem. Like, oh, if I just had a house, all my problems would be fixed. But it's right. so limited to what's available. And oh, it's yeah. not saying you're not going to have the house. But it's right. more like there's many, many doors you could walk through to arrive at the house. And it's releasing that need to control the circumstances and the choice of releasing the resistance. And, and it really is something very intimate to each one of us and our own relationship with source. You know, I don't think it's something that we can necessarily, maybe we can do somebody else's practice until we sort of figure out what our own is. But that releasing of resistance is such an intimate experience, but you know it when you feel the breath kind of release, where yeah. you feel the relief thought, where you know, aha, there it is. I'm yes. okay with where I am. And not only am I okay, I am trusting that I have, I've actually created all these circumstances for some joyous expansion to which I am expecting fully, but I don't need it to be here today in this moment. I can allow the anticipation of that which I'm creating. And sometimes the bigger the resistance, the bigger payoff. So you're like, wow, I'm really going to kick the light <laughs> fantastic on the other end of this. And you start to recast that because the, the past only has energy of scarcity if you keep telling that story. So you can say, oh, you know, I got a divorce and because of the divorce I had to rent. But what you could say is I no longer wanted to be the person 
I couldn't be anymore in that relationship. I, I had to say goodbye to who I was because who I am is so fully alive. And, and that divorce was just basically an opportunity for me to more fully encompass who I am. And that renting has this freedom in it. It has this ability to say, I don't know where I want to be yet or who I want to be with. So renting has this, I'm not really tied down. I'm, I'm free. I'm choosing to rent, not that I'm being forced to rent. You know, Mm -hmm. that's such a different experience. And, you know, there are a lot of people, very rich people who choose to rent because they don't want the burden of having to settle in one place or maybe they own a place, but they like to rent all around the world. Or, you know, we have to get to this idea of of redefining some of these terms. Right. Well, I like what you're saying, too. It's also the, you know, like the divorce. It's like looking at what's positive about that, you know, because otherwise we kind of get in that situation where no matter what we make ourselves wrong and like no matter which way we turn there's wrongness to it. But if you actually look and see, we're creating every, like there's a reason why she's renting right now. Like you said, yeah. there's a very good reason. It's connected to something else. Just like, you know, if we're a lot of money in debt and you actually look at that and the attention behind it, a lot of times there's a really good reason that are, yes. you know, it's like there's something that's trying to be birthed and maybe there's better ways to go about it and other people do things, but, but things are not, oh, always necessarily what they appear to be on the surface. And I I also like what you're saying about it's a very, very personal journey. Because if you look into your life, everything makes sense to you. Yes. You know, and we are always doing the best we can. So yeah, yeah. And that's those options. You know, we want to have that freedom. And then when we release from that options, and I just think about this idea of renting a house, and there's so much judgment, you know, around that, like you have to rent because you can't afford a home. And but you know, that's really that whole conversation, I think is completely changing. I think so. You know, (laughs) I mean, that, that feels like an old conversation. It used to be that way. Yeah. And now it's like, it's not what he, renting, you, you know, so again, it's, it's a personal thing and you have to look into your life and say, what is my relationship to my current situation? You know, what am I saying about it? And then to right. look and see, well, maybe that's not true. Maybe I'm wrong about that because if it feels lousy, you're making up something. And you're only going to create more lousy. Mm-hmm. You know, I think that's again, that idea that you have to decide, I will have this piece. I will have this piece. Mm-hmm. And I will do whatever I have to do to tell the story in a way that's going to give me that piece because I'm creating the whole thing anyway. So how can I stop and and really recast this as that choosing to rent is part of my freedom? And that yes, I may have the desire to own a home, but but sitting in uh, the consciousness of I have to rent but I want the security of owning a home. You can't get there from there. You have to find the feeling of security in renting. You have to embellish and get full of your, of sort of a nesting. This is all good and it doesn't matter how it is that it came to me, but I'm making a home and I feel secure because we have to match the circumstance right. before it can manifest. It's just, and it's also why we keep making things wrong. Like if we make our house wrong or our job wrong or a relationship wrong, it's because we're backwards. We think it's out there. We're not getting the feeling of security first yeah it's like thinking we're gonna get it from out there and we just keep looking 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 and it's not out there yes yes and i think there's one pivotal thing that i got that that i feel like releases the tyranny is to say i am choosing this mm-hmm. it may be something that i don't like yes. but i'm choosing it at some level and i'm at peace with the fact that i've chosen it and now i want to see what more is here for me and i am going to decide that I will have what I want. And now I'm going to focus on the delicious feelings and particulars of what it is that I want, because I've experienced the don't want and thank you very much. And wasn't that delicious. And now I'm moving on. 
And we actually have to take another break. Isn't this, it's an exciting conversation and we're happy to have you all along for the ride today. Stay tuned. We're going to come back right after the break. You're listening to Everyday Attraction here on Unity Online Radio. From on the air to on the sea, pack your bags and come with me. Hey, hey, what you waiting for? An early winter rendezvous with all the things you love to do. Hey, hey, treat yourself to more. A little more summer, a little more sun, a little less work and a lot more fun. A little more beach, a little more sand. A little less stress and a lot more pain. Join your favorite Unity Online Radio hosts for Cruise in the Caribbean, November 10th to 17th, 2012. On this fun-filled Caribbean adventure, enjoy sunshine, exceptional dining, and island excursions. Feed your spirit with music, message, and meditation, plus one-on-one time with some of your favorite hosts. That's Cruise in the Caribbean, November 10th to 17th, 2012. To learn more, go to unity.fm slash cruise. A little more sunset, a little more sea, a little less do and a lot more be. been listening to everyday attraction where the law of attraction gets real to learn more become a fan of our facebook page search for everyday attraction or email us at everyday attraction at unity.fm your comments and participation are sincerely welcomed Welcome back from the break. You're listening to Ray and Janice, Trip the Light Fantastic, creating homes, creating fabulous places here on Everyday Attraction. Before the break, we were talking about this idea of really deciding that we will have what we want. And by coming to peace with where we are, we actually begin that second conversation. We begin the conversation about what I want. And this ability to step back, you know, from where I am, and this ability to take that breath. And then, you know, toward the end of the track we were listening to, we were listening to a track from the communion of light, communion of light.com, Frank Butterfield and his experience of channeling, um, these wonderful energies. Um, you know, he, he kind of said, you are already there. Mm-hmm. Like you're already on the path to what it is that you want. There's, you're not off the path. You've not been diverted by the divorce. You're not, you know, none of it is out of order. Right. But, you know, we do have to choose it. Like you said, it's like we it's like asking you shall receive. We actually have to claim it. And I think a lot of times I could look at my own life saying I was saying, oh, I want this. I want this. I want this. But simultaneously, what I really was saying louder was I can't have it. I can't have it. I can't have it. (laughs) And then we wonder why, even though we were saying it's like sending out a mixed message where we really don't believe we can have it. And I think that's where an understanding of principle, spiritual principles really helps. That if we have the desire, it's already here. We wouldn't reckon if a home is important to this woman, she has a home. You yeah. know, it wouldn't, it's not, it, it can't be denied her. So then it's just the allowing piece. And like, okay, now I'm sad. Okay, now it looks like it's really far. Like all of that, it doesn't matter. Yeah, because it's on its, it's way. It's here. It's it's yeah. here. And I think a lot of times there there's even when I with hindsight, I was always in a hurry for so many things and wanted it right now. But I, I could look back and say, maybe it's my personality, but I was always ahead of myself. 
Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I always, I always saw the vision first. And then it's like, like the kids, okay, well, where are they? You know, <laughs> I got the vision <laughs> yesterday. <laughs> What's know? this nine month bullshit? <laughs> exactly. Kind of, you know, realizing that if you have the desire to kind of hang out in that energy, that knowing, yeah. that knowing where it's all unfolding and it's unfolding in really good timing. Well, that's the thing, you know, we, we've talked in the first part of this hour about just allowing you to be where you be. So now we, you know, let's say we've moved past that point. We've really, you know, are we're okay with where we are or we're okay with not being where we are. You know, we just got to that point of releasing the resistance about what is. So now there's an opportunity, there's an opening to get back into the flow. And that's where I think we really want to talk about, and this is something that the Communion of Light talks a lot about, where this it, the attention to our intention the attention. Where are we focused in our attention? And I think that that sometimes, you know, we can get into momentums about our stories and find it has taken us down that same road over and over again. And we really have to find our own internal flag on the play that says, oh, my attention has diverted from my intention. And I'm so grateful of um, of these teachers who have clarified that this is a decision we might have to make a thousand times a day. And it's you know? a habit. It's learning yeah. a new habit. It's learning a new routine. <laughs> it really is. And, and it is understanding the skill of what you're doing to consciously co-create, which Abraham talks a lot about, that I am now going to move my attention. But one thing that I heard recently on a community of light call, and I've heard Abraham talk a lot about, is that there's a difference between diverting your attention and running from your emotion. You know, there's a difference as we've talked about. And, and one of the analogies that Frank brought up was, you know, there's a bug in the room and you can smash it, which is resistance, or you can go to another room. So this idea of kind of being skilled at not running from what we're feeling, but releasing the resistance to what we're feeling, and then turning our attention like a skilled driver mm-hmm. to into another direction, and then keep making those turns, even though we're getting distracted on the physical plane about, hey, it's not here yet. Hey, it's not here mm-hmm. yet. <laughs> it reminds know? me of a keto, you know, how you just like, the other person's energy comes at you and you just kind of move aside. You divert it's it. very graceful too. It's like, oh. shush, shush, shush. <laughs> we really can dance with this flow. And then we open up like, like the butterfly from the chrysalis, right? We move into this whole other being that is now having clear communication from source energy, from our higher being, our higher self. And then all those wonderful rendezvous points can happen. Now, one thing Abraham has been talking on endlessly in the last couple of months. And I, I know when they get on one topic, this is a real big thing for us to get is this idea that when we are not quite feeling joyful, when we are, when we got to that point of hope, when we're below hope, stay general, stay general in this too shall pass. As you mentioned before, all things work out for me, which was a great Jerry saying, we love you, Jerry, you know, all, you know, things always work out for me. Janice, you and I have also, you know, often say, Hey, I always end up living in beautiful places. Yeah. I don't know. You know, it's like, <laughs> La, 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 la. Even if that hasn't necessarily happened, you can start to retell that story in a way that says, you know, I always end up with, yes. you know, both feet on the ground. I don't know yes. how it happened. Yes. You know? And also there's nothing wrong. There's nothing yes. wrong here. I think that's, that's a big one, you know, because really it's, it's all, and it's all good. Yeah. It's just all good. So we, so we get to stay general, but then 
what I love about this practice is, and this is something where we really start to be athletes of vibration, that when we feel we've moved into the vortex, as Abraham talks about, or we feel that we've released enough resistance where we're kind of rushed in this feeling of of, of security and, and being loved and being cared for, and we really start to feel that, wow, when we look around and we see that the sun came up without me having to do anything today, the food is growing without me having to do anything today, my toes are working, my fingers are working, we start to really get get into the appreciation of this physical form and we start to actually get even high I want to say we get to a real spiritual high of knowing that not only is all well all is extraordinarily well when we find ourselves there then we can pull out the paintbrush of specificity then and only then can we start to talk about the smooth marble of the kitchen to which <laughs> create in our home. The birds you know I mean? chirping in the morning. Exactly. <laughs> then we get to taste the lemonade on the deck overlooking the water. You know what I mean? Only then do we want to get into the deliciousness of specificity. And yet I think in past when we weren't we were kind of not up on the latest technology with law of attraction and we were a little crude in our programming about it. We got really specific before our emotions were there and we ended up getting really frustrated. I remember, you know, again, that's that old vision board thing where, but really specific where people would write pages mm -hmm. and pages of what the doors look like and what the hinges were like and really, but they were not there emotionally in the allowing of it. So it ended up feeling awful. Well, it was on top of something else. Yeah. This is probably never going to happen, but <laughs> and here let me get how let me get how specifically it's not going to happen, right? And how I can't really have what I want. Although I have to say, at the same time, my vision boards have been magical in my life. So I, I think it's like anything else; it's not the thing; it's really where we're coming from. Where we're coming from, and how we and how we feel it. when we're putting it together. You know, it's, right? It's like yeah. There's nothing magical about the vision board, but there is magic in our ability to align before. The physical and that's what the practice of the vision board is it's like, let's align with some physical things and, and the experience of the visual and then hold that space and watch the universe deliver yeah. that which we're wanting well, so it's again never about the process out there because there are some processes and what i loved about abraham's work from the beginning is they often said this process is only good if you're above hope <laughs> you know this process is good if you're around anger and fear you know yeah. because I, I think we do want to be clinicians of some of these processes so that we don't kind of get ourselves in a tangle and say oh this stuff doesn't work yeah you but know? I think that's a good time to bring in the feeling of feeling good yeah you know because there's times like all these pieces kind of mix and match is that when we're feeling really good that that's probably a good time to do one of those projects like I love the vision board it would always kind of to me, it would show what's inside of me. It's almost yes. like what was there, what's there that, that I'm now catching up to. And that already, that knowing, that metaphysical knowing that it's already done. There's nothing that you need to do to earn it. There's really nothing you really actually need to do to create it. What Abraham has said incessantly as well is that creation is simply one thing, rendezvous points. Mm -hmm. rendezvous points that the universe sets up in order for you to be in the perfect place and time to experience that which you're wanting whether it be a house a relationship uh, more freedom with money whatever it is these are rendezvous points that we want to make sure that we're aware of that we're allowing it's so much easier than we really thought in the beginning of our our study of law of attraction, isn't it? It feels like it's getting easier yeah. and easier. Well, what know? I'm really practicing lately too is just acknowledging what I know. It's like yeah. bringing it to the surface. So 
you know, like regardless of the circumstances, this is what I know. I just yeah. know it. I see it. I, I, I just know it. I mean, even if people would say I'm crazy, it's just, yeah. I could feel it. And it's not about being good. It's not about being right. Or just Yeah, it just is. Yeah. And, and now I get to wake up to how it is that I'm going to enjoy the journey to where this is leading me. Enjoy even the contrast that I'm experiencing today. And let me tell you, there's this idea that's coming through over and over again of positive contrast, that there is nothing you know, outside of our realm of this joyous journey forward. Yes, we can get stuck, but even getting stuck is an opportunity to get more clear on what we're wanting yeah. and to release the stuckness is really exquisite. But it also reminds me of that conversation we had yesterday that we could actually trust. Like we were, remember we were describing these situations that all kept working out, yes. even when they didn't look like how they're going to work out in the moment. It just, I'm really learning this lesson of, I guess it's that my part is not that big. <laughs> <laughs> it's almost like I, when I try to get in there and mess with stuff, it's like I'm working too hard. Yeah. Almost like it's all happening. It's all just kind of happening. And it, it's, it's almost inflating my ego to think that a lot of it is mine to do. It's so true. It kind of just unfolds. It's like, wow. Okay, there that is. Oh, wow. Okay. There it is. There, there it, it is. is again. Yeah. And again, even seeming contrast. I, I was talking about this experience that I had where I had dislocated my knee. And, you know, at first I kind of used some of the old law of attraction, old technology where I was like, well, what are you doing? This is clearly meaning you're out of alignment, Right you know, dislocated me. That's such a beautiful metaphor. What more <laughs> could you want? You're out of alignment, girl. What is, you know, and I, and I was like, gosh, you know, I, I have to dig deeper into that because there's something more. And what was interesting is I had actually had a session with Frank a couple weeks ago where I had been asking him about a body issue. And he said, I want you to pay attention to the beautiful intricacies of your body and how perfectly it all clicks together. He says, I really want you to pay attention to the perfection. He said, he gave me this image like a door that closes perfectly into the lock. And he says, I want you to experiencing that click in. And so because of this dislocated knee, I found myself in front of a doctor who was giving me a 20 minute gorgeous explanation about the perfection of my knee. <laughs> And how it clicks into place and how knees are so fantastic that even knees of the oldest people could last another 30 lifetimes because their elasticity is so amazing. And, you know, and so I was getting this and I was like, wow, here it is. I could have interpreted this as you're out of alignment, girl, because you're dislocating your stuff. Or I could say, here is an opportunity for me to appreciate the perfection of how my body works, you know, and I got it from this whole other perspective that I really question any contrast mm -hmm. as an yeah. opportunity to get more of what I'm wanting. Yes. Well, like you say, you could have interpreted any way. That's really our power. That's it. That's the world we live in is how yeah. are we interpreting this world, which means we're, that's what we're going to see. Yeah. And what feels better? You're out of alignment or, ooh, this is a delicious way for me to really understand how my body is. Yeah. And this is going to serve me for the next 40 years. Forever. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. <laughs> And how, and this is, and such a small price to pay, a little inconvenience, you know, okay, you know, and, and my body is healing and every day it's getting better and better. And, you know, I have an opportunity to slow down. I mean, what's yeah. been amazing about this thing, this, this hop along, my, you know, everyone's calling me all kinds of names, but it's an opportunity for me to slow down. And, you know, one thing I realized as I was walking to lunch with some colleagues yesterday about how fast everyone's moving. <laughs> 
I mean, it's a gorgeous spring day. Yes. And they're jetting. And I was like, you guys got to slow down. Yes. I, I can't walk that fast yes. right now. And I realized it was just this idea to slow down and really smell the roses. Yes. And that there was no need to get anywhere to do anything but to just enjoy the journey and to know that all is well. So what we want to do as we wrap up today's show is really, you know, open up the story of what's happening in your life. Open up the idea that you're the author, you're the director of this movie. How are you deciding how it's going and where you are in the story? And can you step back and recast how you're seeing it? And can you allow what's happened to just be perfect in some crazy way, a perfection of that which you are unfolding? Oh, big <laughs> breath. Janice, thank you so much. Thank for you. This is great. Janice also has a show on Unity Online Radio. It happens Thursdays at 9 a.m. Pacific. Receive your life. She is also a coach. So if you'd like to have a one-on-one session with Janice or maybe you'd like to be on her show to be coached on air, you can reach her by emailing Janice at receiveyourlife.com. Yes, thanks. Yay, team. We'll see you next week. Thank you again for joining us. And as we wrap up this hour, we have another wonderful card reading from the Law of Attraction card deck available at abraham-hicks.com, read by R. Charcel. Be well, because all is truly well. Take care. Welcome to the Law of Attraction card reading. Today's card tells us it is not my role to make others happy. It is not your role to make others happy. It is your role to keep yourself in balance. When you pay attention to how you feel and practice self-empowering thoughts that align with who you really are, you will offer an example of thriving that will be of tremendous value to those who have the benefit of observing you. You cannot get poor enough to help poor people thrive or get sick enough to help sick people get well. You can only uplift from your position of strength and clarity and alignment. It is not your role to make others happy. This is Charcel reminding you that like attracts like and that today is sunny with possibilities. If you would like to purchase your own Law of Attraction card deck, Visit Abraham-Hicks-LawOfAttraction.com. Bye-bye. Thank you for joining us on Everyday Attraction, where the Law of Attraction gets real. Join host Ray Zander every Friday at noon Central Time, 10 a.m. Pacific, on Unity Online Radio for more ways to align with your source and start living the life you intended to live. Everyday Attraction is a part of the Align Radio Network at www.alignradio.com and sponsored by Send Out Cards. Check out www.sendoutcards.com forward slash attraction. Are you ready for deeper spiritual breakthroughs? 
Have you wondered how to apply spiritual principles to your everyday life in practical ways? Do you feel your soul is calling you to deeper purposes? Join Reverend Galen McDowell live every Wednesday at 10 a.m. Central for Truth Transforms, a discussion on how God within you, as you, is the power to transform your life. If you really believe that consciousness determines your experiences and that you are an individualized expression of God, join us as we help awaken and transform the consciousness of humanity. We will discuss, through lecture, live interviews and call-in questions, spiritual healing, prayer, prosperity, forgiveness, new thought views about eternal life, and much more. The world is waiting for your truth transformation, only on Unity Online Radio.